Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Any Given Sunday kickoff show, where we look at what's next for the Cleveland Browns. We are part of the Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Network. Tune in now. And good evening and welcome to another edition of the Any Given Sunday or the Any Given Sunday Browns kickoff show. Welcome again. Welcome on board. This is the Fanatical Elves Network and I'm your host tonight, John Suchan. We're talking brownies all day, every day here on the Fanatical Elves Network. Thanks again for joining us and our Fans First Sports Network. By the way, Fans First Sports Network, they have a great contest. Um, that is out there right now, and I'm just going to start the show by telling all of you this is a great opportunity for any fan of NFL football, especially us Browns fans. You can go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and enter and win a chance for free tickets, four free tickets, upwards of $5,000 for a week one NFL game. So you can be a Browns fan, you could be a Cowboys fan, you could be a Seattle Seahawks fan, you could be a Miami Dolphins fan. If you are an NFL fan, this is one lucky opportunity you could get. They're going to draw a lucky winner, I believe on September 4th or September 5th, Fans First Sports Network, our new network, which is rising, rising big time. Affiliates all over the country. And uh, they started out at SB Nation, Fox Sports. They've stuck together through thick and thin. And now they are part of this dominating, uh, rising platform of podcasters. We have NFL teams, Major League Baseball teams, a variety of other sports teams, the uh, NCAA football, Ohio State Buckeyes, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, Syracuse, you uh, find us there on fansfirstsports.com. Uh, but this contest, you go to, it's you go to this part of their website. It's contest, C-O-N-T-E-S-T dot fansfirstsports.com. Enter to win today, right now, while you're listening to this podcast. Do it, and you can enter for four free tickets to a week one NFL game. 
So do it. That's all I, that's all worry. We're just excited that you're listening to our fanatical elves network, part of fans first sports network. Um, so we're talking any given Sunday here with the Brownies. They had their preseason game yesterday. Fortunately, they lost 33, 32 out there in KC to the chiefs in their tune up for the regular season, which now is less than two weeks away. The Browns will be playing the Cincinnati Bengals on September 10th uh, down there at Cleveland Browns stadium. Joe Schmo and his crew will be showing up and the Browns will be bringing it. They're all, they did look really good early on in that game against the Kansas city chiefs. They played their starters. Now the chiefs didn't really play their starters at all on offense defense. I'm not sure if they had any of their real starters out there. Um, there wasn't a lot of conversation about that. All the conversation in Cleveland was about, well, you know, the, the first teamers look pretty good. Well, it wasn't against their best players, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. They still did some nice things. Uh, Deshaun Watson looked pretty good, uh, made made some nice passes, uh, made a few, nah, you know, we'll see. I still don't think he's where he will need to be if for this Browns team to be successful. But nonetheless, um, it is still, uh, it was good to see they got off to a good lead. They actually had a lot of support from their defense. Juan Thornhill took advantage of playing, again, not against Patrick Mahomes, uh, against a backup who's looked frightened like a scared child yesterday and uh, picked off, uh, Thornhill picked off a pa- pass for a pick six, took it back to the house, which is nice. Browns also had another couple uh uh, run backs there too uh, from a couple other players. They got another pick six at Biggers. Actually, Biggers was actually released today by the Browns. The Browns did do some releasing. Uh, they had, it was a very busy day in Cleveland. Uh, if you are a Browns fan, you probably, if you follow social media, you, you'll notice that there were some um, some various moves. They got down to 76 players. They've got to get down to 53 by Tuesday at 4 p.m., uh, some of those players included Caleb Briggs, who got one of those pick sixes. Uh, they cut linebacker Cam Bryant, tight ends Mike uh, Forrestal and Thomas Greeny, cornerback Gavin Heslop, who gave up a touchdown uh, pass late in that game. They gave uh, they released a, a tackle by the name of Derek Kelly, the second safety Nate Meadow uh, Metters, who's been with the team and off the team. So we'll see what happens with that. Jalen Wayne, who was a wide receiver, didn't really hear much about him. They did also um, terminate the contracts of a guard by the name of Colby Gossett and that running back Jordan Wilkins boy, Jordan Wilkins got here a couple weeks ago. Browns thought maybe they were going to give him an opportunity to do some good things and maybe hang on as that third running back, but he uh, fumbled both times he had the ball. First time was a little bit of a mistake between he and Deshaun Watson. The second one, he just completely dropped it, and it was just this is a shame. So he was dropped. The big name on this list that was waived included, yes, the wide receiver, Anthony Schwartz. Yes, it is the end of a, a time in Cleveland Browns history where Browns fans no longer will have to complain and complain and complain about why the hell is Anthony Schwartz still on this team? He's gone. He has been released or waived, and he was a former third-round pick of the Browns back in 2021. He was a pretty fast kid. There were hopes that he could 
run fast and get by the defense and score long touchdowns. That never materialized. The Browns tried to utilize him in a variety of uh, ways and trick plays and end the rounds and uh, jet sweeps. Um, his one opportunity in preseason where he got a jet, uh, a jet sweep, he fumbled the ball when he got punched out by another defender. And since then, he's been hindered by a so-called injury, and he didn't play in the last preseason game yesterday against the Chiefs. So he's gone. So we can stop complaining about Schwartz. And it was mental for him. Speaking of mental, uh, well, let's take a break real quick. Well, this is the uh, Any Given Sunday Browns kickoff show. We're going to talk a little bit about our shows coming up this week. We've got a full house of material coming up. So let's take a break. I'm your host, John Suchan. We'll be right back. We are back on the Fanatical Elves Network. This is the Any Given Sunday kickoff show talking about the Cleveland Browns. We are glad you're in house. We uh, talked about this great contest too at the beginning of the show with Fans First Sports Network. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and enter for a chance for free four free tickets to any NFL game in week one. They're going to be doing the drawing on September 4th and uh, you could be that lucky winner. All you got to do is sign up. We talked about the directions there at the beginning of the show. Okay. Back to talking about the Browns and what they've been very busy today. Uh, They released several players, including Anthony Schwartz, who we just finished talking about. It was all mental, right? Well, here's the other, you know, we all know who we're going to talk about next. And today, uh, Coach Stefanski, I like to call him Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie did not have anything like concrete to say about Cade York. When asked if he was going to be the week one kicker, he declined to say that. He said that he thought that Cade York was a talented kicker, but did not commit to him kicking, obviously for good reason. I think the kid went four or five for nine. I think it was four for nine this preseason. He had an awful experience kicking the ball again this preseason. He missed an opportunity at the end of this uh, game against the Chiefs where he blew it. He had hit a 40-yard field goal at about the four or five-minute mark that put the team up, but then they lost the lead, and then they had another opportunity to win the game behind Cade York's foot, and he shanked the ball to the left. Some say that it was blocked. It was parsed, maybe like a finger on it, but he that ball was going to go left even if it had not been blocked. It was an awful kick. And the kid is just mentally messed up. I've talked enough about him on other shows of ours, so I won't get into it. But hopefully the Browns are doing their due diligence and are looking on the waiver wires and trying to find a guy to bring in to replace Cade York because his time in Cleveland is about over. And if the Browns give him that opportunity to start the season in a uniform to try to win games for the Browns, I just fear awful, like, it's not going to work out. We all know it's not. So let's just move on. So uh, the other news today, positive side of things for the Brownies in the wide receiver room, back to them, Marquise Goodwin, the veteran player who's been with several teams, including the, uh, I think he started his career in Buffalo with the Buffalo Bills. He's been with the San Francisco 49ers for a year or two. He played out in Seattle a year ago. 
and he got to Cleveland. People thought maybe he would be that speedster that could take the over beat the defense over the top. He's an Olympian. He's an actual Olympian. He's uh, competed in the long jump over the years. He unfortunately had some blood clots in his body and his legs and other places, lungs. But he was he was uh, allowed to come back today, or the, the team announced, the NFL announced that he was being released from his health scare and that he could begin practicing again with the Brownies. So that's a really good thing, and he will make this final 53-man squad. I also imagine that the 25-year-old Austin Walker, who's been sort of a journeyman in the league for a little bit and then played in the USFL this past year with the, what is it, the Birmingham Stallions, um, he will he will also um, make this cut. With the unfortunate news of Hakeem Grant suffering a horrible broken leg at the very first play of the game yesterday as he tried to take the ball out of the end zone, his, his time in Cleveland is over. His career is likely over. And so the Browns just really need to uh, bring in another guy. Maybe Austin, Austin um, Watkins is the guy that could take back punts or, or take back kicks at least uh, in the interim interim. Um, there's a kid. Well, let's see. What is it? What is his name? Darden. Uh, some of our colleagues like this kid. He's, I think he used to play at, uh, what was it? Texas, Texas Christian, maybe TCU. He's Jalen Darden. Uh, he'd been kind of injured with the team in this, uh, preseason period, but he's back. So there's a chance that maybe he makes that roster. Demetric Felton is another name that all of us know pretty well, and he's been the one who's been returning punts and kicks over the last couple of years from UCL, US, well, UCLA. Uh, he's had some moments as a Cleveland Brown, some positive moments, but he's also had some negative ones. His preseason was kind of a jumble of everything. He, they played him a lot. I don't expect him to make that final 53-man roster, which will be announced, announced Tuesday by 4 p.m., the Browns did make another quick move uh, in that running back room. They did pick up in a trade today where they sent Tyrone Wheatley a tackle for the Browns to the New England Patriots. And in return, they brought back Pierre Strong Jr. This kid, I've been following his career going back to college. And a year ago when the Browns were looking at drafting various players. The Browns drafted Jerome Ford, if you recall. Jerome Ford was drafted in the fourth round of last year's uh, draft. And the Browns uh, took him while New England took Pierre Strong Jr. The kid played at South Dakota State with the Jackrabbits. Love that uh, logo. Love that nickname, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. This kid had a great career in college. Shifty, he's about 5'10". He's not too short. And ended his career there with over 4,500 yards, rushing 600 carries or so, and 40 touchdowns. It's pretty impressive. Now, last year, as a New England Patriot, he didn't have a lot of opportunities. He took a few, I think, kickoff returns back. His big game came toward the end of the season. I think it was like week 12, week 13. They gave him 
uh, an opportunity in the Arizona Cardinals game. He carried the ball five times for 70 yards and a touchdown, which included a 44-yard run. So the kid has the moves. If you watch any highlight films of him at South Dakota State, uh, just a, a just a good uh, back can catch the ball out of the backfield. And when we're talking, what are the Browns going to do? Obviously, Jerome Ford, they've kind of penciled him as that new two, number two guy, but he's coming off his hamstring injury. And it sounds like, you know, Pierre Strong right now is going to be the backup to Nick Chubb, which isn't so bad. I've watched Pierre Strong's game, you know, studied him when going back to college and seeing what he did last year in New England, which wasn't a ton, but it was enough more than Jerome Ford, not by a lot, but it's more. And I think the kid could fit in. Uh, I'm not sure how he did this preseason up there in New England. I'll have to go back and look at some of those stats uh, when I get an opportunity for my next show, probably the Johnny Cleveland podcast comes up next week. So anyway, that's a good move by the Browns. They're going to bring this kid in and uh, we'll have some things to talk about. Uh, just a couple other injury updates and, you know, we talked about Cade York's mental state, but, uh, there were, you know, unfortunately some injuries, uh, we already talked about, um, Hakeem Grant's injury. The other big two uh, injuries that kind of occurred in the linebacker room, Jordan Kunchnik, uh, who has been a big special teamer guy. Unfortunately, he tore his MCL or MC, MS, yeah, MCL. I think it was, I <laughs> might have the the uh, labeling there wrong, but he did tear something in the knee. Um, he's done. And then the other guy, the veteran cornerback, Denzel Ward, the former Ohio State Buckeye, again, suffered his fourth or fifth concussion of his career. That's a whole bunch since 2018, and who knows how many he had when he played for Ohio State. But he was entering his second year of his $100 million contract extension, and this is not a good sign. I can remember two or three years ago. He, he's been around for a while now. You know, I think he came to the league with the Brownies back in 2018, right? 2019. He has consistently been injured. He's never played a full season. And yet again, now he's on the probably the injury list in pro concussion protocol. Now, I supposedly this is the first time that Stefanski put him out there in his tenure that he's uh, played in a preseason game. But that was an individual decision made by for each player, like Miles Garrett, like Nick Chubb, like Amari Cooper. You know, it's the risk you take in the NFL. But Denzel Ward is, is a walking injury. And, uh, you know, I hope he gets better. But all these concussions now, four or five of them, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. And it does not bode well for uh, his career here in Cleveland. We'll have to wait and see how it all pans out. But I don't have any trust in this kid uh, staying healthy, and you shouldn't either. Um, and I hope the Browns are, are paying attention to that because it's it's an important part of the team. The Browns have some other cornerbacks that are really making a name for themselves. You know, I'm still the jury's out on uh, Greg Newsom. Uh, again, he's another kid who's been kind of injured a little bit, uh, a little bit cocky, which is you're supposed to be in the NFL and be confident, but. I'm not sold on him. Now, the other kid that I really like is Martin Emerson. So we'll just have to wait and see how that all pans out again um, and see who the Browns end up keeping um, on this 53-man roster. We're going to have a lot more to talk about uh, coming up during this week. We have the 53-man roster being announced total by 4 p.m. Tuesday. Browns should probably release that list sometime 
sooner than 4 p.m., but the Browns might be making some other trades. They might be looking at picking up some other guys off the waiver wire. So we just got to be paying attention here on our on our Fanatical Elves Network. We're going to be having all sorts of shows again. Today we had our Dog Bound South show with Steve Gill. Later this week, we'll have my show, the Johnny Cleveland Podcast. We'll have Joel Cade's show, the What the Elf Was That? He and then Elliot will be doing their Brownie Axe show. We got Rod Bloom doing the Browns Blitz. We'll probably be bringing you a special edition when we finally finalize that 53-man roster. So look forward to bringing you that one of these evenings, probably on Tuesday. We've got guests galore coming on the shows as well this week. So I'll be a guest with the Cincinnati Bengals affiliate, part of Fans First Sports Network, later on this week or next week. So look forward to that. We also have a special guest that uh, had the opportunity to talk to today who's a former Buckeye, former NFL uh, star, and uh, who lives here in the Columbus area, and he's going to be part of our uh, one of our shows coming up soon. We'll give more details on that as we get them, uh, and uh, we'll share that out with you. So we're also going to be having a giveaway this week. Yes, another giveaway. So look forward to that. We'll be posting that on our social media, um, on our Twitter, our X accounts, and our Facebook accounts. So if you want to, again, follow us. Follow us on the Fanatical uh, Elves Network. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on X. Uh, we're gaining followers every day, which is we're so thankful for. And listen to us. Follow us on the Apple, uh, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio. Just hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button, and you'll never miss a podcast. Um, the last two months have been amazing. Our our growth is just doubling, and um, now we're hitting the toward the season here. We're a week or two away. You don't want to miss anything. I'll, I had the opportunity to be up at Cleveland Stadium, up uh, with the press uh, this year, uh, having an opportunity to have ridden for Northeast Sports, Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders, a great group run by Natalie Turk and. Um, Given being, I'm being given that opportunity to be part of the uh, pressers uh, up there at, at the games at Cleveland Brown Stadium. So I'll be firsthand uh, information to everybody, and I can't wait to provide that to you here on the Fanatical Elves Network. So until next time, uh, we'll be again look for us to have a couple shows here early this week. If there's any more movement with the Browns and the waiver wire or trades, we'll be bringing that to you as soon as we can. Tuesday again is when. The 53-man roster has to be finalized. And uh, look for the all the other shows from the Browns Blitz to What the Elf Was That to Dog Pound South and to the Brownie Axe. We will be there bringing you all the latest. Take care, everybody. Have a good evening. And go Browns! Welcome 